Jumping in on Manx Radio with Howard and Chris Kane. Hello, good evening, and welcome. And here we are once again. Yes, it is. It is. It is Saturday night. It is nine o'clock, which means, jazz lovers, it's your favourite hour of the week. It is jumping in the best in modern and contemporary jazz with myself, H. And me, Chris. Yes, welcome along to this week's show. And can you believe it? January is already over. And there's no surer sign that the end of winter is in nigh than the cream eggs popping up in the shops. Although, of course, we have Valentine's and pancakes to think about first. Always assuming you've polished off the Christmas supplies of chocolates by now. So, H, have the winter blues been swinging or have you been watching the evenings lightened and thinking of the jazz festival season approaching? Speaking of which, if you're hopping off the island this weekend, you can still catch the last Sunday of Southport Jazz Festival, which is back and in a brand new venue. Sadly, we can't be there this weekend, but you could still go and catch Alan Barnes with his big band. Good stuff indeed, uh, as is Under Milkwood with an extra character. Yes, mm, indeed. Uh, a birthday boy. He hasn't been on the show for a while and uh, I'll be drifting with uh, Meta Henrietta. And for me, I'm a uh, talking to myself, no change there, looking back, starting as I mean to stop and getting underway with Attitude with For McCoy.
All rumours of big bands being dead can be put to one side. I think they've just there's so many great modern big bands around. That was for McCoy, a swinging track dedicated to none other than McCoy Tyner, as you might have guessed, taken from the recently released sophomore album from the Henry Godfrey big band Attitude and Gratitude. Drummer and composer Henry is uh, now Boston-based, but he honed his trade at Berkeley. Don't so many of them with a degree in jazz composition and then a master's in jazz at the New England Conservatory of Music. Since then, he's been touring around North America and Southeast Asia. And on Attitude and Gratitude, you get the impression that each of the pieces were genuinely written with a musician to solo in mind, spreading them right across the band. And his writing gives all of them an opportunity to shine. On that track, we heard pianist Rowan Barcham and guitarist Pritesh Walia. Terrific stuff. Great way to get going as ever. And this next one is every bit as good. If somewhat older, you have to be, frankly, a jazz thicko to have never heard of Under Milkwood. Far and away, the most famous thing Stan Tracy ever recorded. He recorded an awful lot of cracking stuff, let it not be forgotten. But it has to be said, Under Milkwood was the thing that really brought him to prominence. And for many, it might be the only Stan Tracy you, you have in your collection. If you have no other Stan Tracy, it would be Under Milkwood, I would wager. Now, there is Stan Tracy Quartet, Under Milkwood, with Kenny Wheeler in Hamburg. Check it out.
the opening track from, for many, the classic, what well, sounds like the classic Under Milk Wood album. But that, as you might have recognised, has an added trumpet, that of Kenny Wheeler. It's Under Milk Wood in Hamburg. How's it come about? Well, it goes back to when uh, Stan first brought out Under Milkwood, which really catapulted him into the limelight, uh, such to the extent that he was invited over to Germany uh, by the Norddeutsche Rudfunks Hans Gertberg NDR band, still going to today, I think, and they used to do regular jazz workshop programmes, uh, typical of a lot of the post-war West German broadcasting. They did a lot of this far more enlightened than we were in Britain, it has to be said. Several of Tracy's London colleagues had already gone that way with bands. It was a week of well-paid work, well-looked after, great rehearsal time, uh, a band stuffed with multinational all-star casts, culminating in live television and radio broadcasts. And they extended this to stand, say, right, just bring your unit and just come and do it. He played an unexpected trump card saying, I'll bring along Kenny Wheeler as well. Kenny had worked with Bobby Wellens before, so they knew each other. And away they went and recorded it. It's been recently unearthed by Clark Tracy, who's been going through the reams of wonderful tapes in the Tracy archives, and he's brought it out. Great quality as well has been brought out on re-steamed and it is one of those ones if you're familiar with the album you think yeah you listen to it so you recognize it but it's like given a a new gloss and as simon spillett says in the notes this newly unearthed encore to that golden moment affords a rare opportunity to view this classic in a new light spun slightly played with vigor surely inspired by the circumstance of its recording made all the more commanding for the addition of a novel element in kenny wheeler's inclusion it's something altogether rare property decades old yet as red hot as if it were made just yesterday the stan tracy quartet and kenny wheeler under milkwood in hamburg is on the ndr culture re-steamed label great stuff and for those of you who can't ever have enough kenny wheeler for completists you need to get that for sure. And uh, next from me now, we have a new release from a leading figure on the Netherlands' flourishing jazz scene, saxophonist Jasper Blom. Now, Blom is a saxophonist, for those of you with extremely good memories, may remember, released a live double back in 2019 under the name Polyphony, which catalogued two concerts with his quartet, each with a different guest soloist. The inspiration for that came from early polyphonic music based around compositions from the 14th century Belgian composer. Well, Polyphony are back with Polyphony 3, and this time they're a setet. Here's Juska. Thank you. 
Juska from Jasper Blom's Polyphony 3. At the core, we have Jasper's quartet of some 20-odd years now, Jesse Van Ruhle on guitar, Franz van der Herven on bass, and Martin Vink at the drums. With three special guests on this time, Ben van Gelder on alto sax, Joris Rolifs on bass clarinet, and the prolific German pianist and composer Pablo Held on piano and Wurlitzer. And if you don't know Pablo's work, really, there's lots to go at, particularly the three-and-a-half-hour release he did during lockdown made up of concerts with lots and lots of different people, which is a treasure trove in itself. This time around, the inspiration comes from the post-tonal clock theory, where different tone rows are represented by the hours on the clock face. What happened to Polyphony 2, you might ask? Well, I guess I'm thinking that might be the second of the original quintets when they were released as a, as a double album. And the tracks we just heard, Juska, it has a sort of kinetic energy that drags you along and is named out of the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. I'm sure you all have a copy to hand. Referring to a hypothetical conversation that you compulsively play out in your head, says Blom. Well, whether that's playing out in a confused way in your head or not, Polyphony 3 is well worth a listen and is out at the end of March. I'll be playing in my head one way or another. Hello, I'm Julia Hultzmann. You're listening to Jumping In with Chris and H. <laughs> <laughs>
The latest from Meta Henrietta, uh, the sax player. I see tipped by some, and I think I was listening into the uh, Radio 3 programme at J to Z, and they're looking for their big names for 2023. I can't remember off the top of my head who it was. It was something like John Newey or something was tipping Meta Henrietta as one to look out for in 2023. That's her new album just out. It's called Drifting on ECM. Came out on the 20th of January. It follows on her first... The first one was a double CD, I seem to recall, which was just uh, upon a sleet entitled uh, just a Meta Henrietta, which came out a year or two back, also on ECM. Uh, Meta Henrietta herself says... Um, this one's moved on quite a bit. She says, Drifting vividly captures a moment in time. I can hear everything still growing in motion on the record and how present my imagination is. Prior to the recording, I had a lot of time to sit down and focus on this new music, which I think obviously would be during lockdown. From the very beginning, I wanted to create material that could grow, expand and contract in different forms. Uh, Johan Lindvall returning on piano with the new edition of Judith Harmon on cello uh, and herself on saxophone. It is, again, quite minimalistic. There's lots of little vignettes. Again, it's not car music. It's uh, music, really, that you need to sit down and listen to. It's very contemplative in that mood and very much in that ECM mould again. Uh, quite stark, quite minimalistic, lots of space in between the notes. The sort of music that sort of sits and makes you think. It's recorded at the recently relocated uh, Munch Museum in Oslo, rather appropriately, and then completed at Studio La Buison in uh, close collaboration with Manfred Eicher, who produced the album. And as Meta says herself, uh, Manfred's intuitive and complete understanding of her music significantly influenced the shape and sound of drifting, which is what you often hear about Eicher, that he's actually a part. He's not playing the music, but he definitely helps to shape it. And if you watch any of his YouTube videos or some of the ECM videos there, you see him there, and he actually says, no, try it this way, right? Take it out. No, come in on this bar later. Come in more softly. And he really does shape the music. And... uh, whether they have any artistic arguments or not, isn't documented. There must be one or two, you'd have thought. But uh, yes, he is clearly a part of the music. Um, I'm enjoying that one. Whether she goes on to become uh, into the A-lister, wait and see until this time next year. Indeed. A very absorbing album, I have to say. In many ways, more structured than the first release, which was pretty free. Uh, it's it was, on the double yeah. On the double album. But uh, no, very, very interesting. And uh, I think... As we were saying, only the other week, classic vein of ECM seems to be back in a very rich phase the last couple of years. Uh, next now, a debut album from a German saxophonist and composer, Tobias Hoffmann, not to be confused with the Cologne-based guitarist of the same name. How many Tobias Hoffmanns are there? You would have uh, thought perhaps it would be uh, lucky to be one in the jazz field, but he's been performing since 2005 and writing and performing with this nonette since 2017. He won a Made in New York jazz competition back in 2000. 2019, and the album came out in 21. Here's the title track, Retrospective.
Lovely stuff. Retrospective there, with the title track from the debut album from the Tobias Hoffman Nonet, released back in 2021. The band often sounds to me like a much larger big band, actually, than nine people, but the track they feature there has some tight horn section work with a lively sax solo from Tobias himself, followed by some delightful interplay between Philip Nyken's A Light Touch Piano and Andreas Vailte's Rumbling Bass, with some great drum work from Mikhail Provozniak. Well pronounced, yes. Those names are tricky. Yeah. Some of those Polish jazzers, if we ever get to the Polish Jazz Festival, it'll be very difficult to report on it, is all I can say. Uh, we're often reporting on bad news when it comes to jazz club on this programme, with jazz clubs disappearing places like uh, Fat Tuesdays and, uh, of course, uh, some of the jazz standard, I think, disappeared. Some of them have been resurfacing again. One which closed many moons ago, but is now, would you believe, reopened again, is the Café Bohemia. Is back in the music business, serving booze, food and great jazz, along with a bit of folk and other things six or seven nights a week, I think. I haven't been over to check it out yet, but Art Blakey was back there in the 1950s, no less, and cut a couple of classic albums rather appropriately. Here's a track called What's New. Thank you. 
Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen.
I love that fading away. Great quirky player. Haven't heard him for some time over on these shores. I must admit, I don't know what his latest is. But it is, or just was his birthday, on the 2nd of February. And I spotted it coming up. I thought, we haven't had him on for ages. Boyan Z. Boyan Zofil Karpasik. But Zoyan Boyan Z is how he's traded for a long time from his album on Label Bleu called Trans-Pacific a while back. Uh, along with Scott Colley on bass and uh, Nasheed Waits, the drums. Great one. That haven't played it for a long time. Really good, really good. And all the Brilliant Z stuff is always interesting and fun. And I just, yeah, we just don't seem to have seen him for a while. I dare say he's got some new stuff out. I must check it out. But that is very good. Before that, which I must check out as well. Life's not going to be long enough, is it? I can tell already. Uh, the Cafe Bohemia. The Jazz Messengers at the Cafe Bohemia, Volume 1. That was recorded in 1955 by Rudy Van Gelder uh, to celebrate the fact that Cafe Bohemia is back in trade. So if you're passing through New York and you fancy going to a jazz iconic club, get yourselves down there and check out what's happening. There's also talk, actually, of a number of the ones that are definitely permanently closing, including including Smoke and and potentially, uh, you know, even the one you said before. Jazz Standard, I think, Could, sir. Jazz yeah, Standard is down yeah, yeah, to yeah. open sometime in March. Mm. Fingers crossed. Well, that's about it for this week's show, but we've just time to leave you with a track from the Ben Lee Quintet. This track originally came on their debut album, In the Tree, but here they are in a live setting at the Spotted Dog Jazz Pub in Birmingham. We must check that out sometimes, too. They are Chris Young on alto, Richard Foote on trombone, David Ferris on organ, Ewan Palmer on the drums playing a composition by the band leader and guitarist Ben Lee here's beginning of the end see you next week spotted dog jazz pub it's a must isn't it yeah not to mention Valentine's coming up (laughs) 